I think I was very eager to learn like what the previous generation knew. So I was always very aware of like people that were older than me that I was starting to beat. Like I, I realized there was a point where like people had been in the sport for a decade or more and I was still young but still beating them. And I was like, why am I beating them? What's going on? Am I better than them or is it my knowledge of the equipment? What is going on? And I mean, to be honest, I think it was almost knowledge of equipment. It was, and the equipment was evolving itself. And uh, yeah, that's a good question. Yeah, and so I'll try to probe you a little bit. Like you were working for Dave Good, and like that brand had a lot of what I would consider revolutionary or out of the norm shapes. Like there was a lot of experimenting for a few years at Good going on, where like there were new shapes, new things that people had never seen. And I'm thinking like the wide ride or, you know, like very strange things that were coming out of the brand and nobody was really, I guess, trying as hard. What was your involvement and did you learn anything from that experience? I was fortunate where there was Rossi, Chris Rossi, who had worked with uh, Dave Good before me and Pretty much, I found skis that were modified or worked on that were basically in the trash or in the trash pile. And I went in the back of the factory and and scoped them out. I was like, "Why are these here? What's going on? Why why are these like this?" Right. And uh, I put the effort in to go out and try them and learned from those and built on those things. So, I mean, essentially, it was an evolution. I learned from my predecessors, predecessors and uh, moved from that point. Yeah. And I guess one of the interesting things to me about skiing is, like about skis, sorry, is that maybe you sometimes try to narrow down your attention on, on one characteristic, say rocker. Let's take one, okay. rocker. And, and then you change something, but then... It's like it's funny how it's like all a synergy, right? Like it it's never just one thing that would determine a better or worse feeling, right? Like there's always like it's hard to isolate variables, that's what I'm trying to say. So when you're thinking of a new shape, because now you're with D3 skis, right? Um when you're trying to come up with a new ski or you're trying to better a ski that you guys are already producing. What is your process? Like, what do you go through in order to come up with a new shape? So I, I skied for good skis for years. And then the, the biggest, like, growth in my whole knowledge of, like, what is under my feet was changing to a different company and how they produce skis. And at the point now where I am at is, like, I, I'm in a better place than I ever was. Like, I have... I am... I'm complete understanding of what's going on on my feet currently, but it's but it's a, it's a group. It's it, it's it's a joint effort, and so I'm not the driving force. There's there's multiple driving forces going into a ski and what people want, and uh, that's how it is with every company. And it's what is interesting is to speak with different people from different companies and and their points of view. 
because uh, sometimes it can get very secretive, which bothers me. I mean, you 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 want to have a conversation with uh, people from other companies, and it's like, well, we're on secret stuff. You I mean we can't talk about that? I don't know. Right, right. Um, yeah, and I guess you know competition, and and you know I, I want to try to sell more skis than the new guys and all that sort of thing. But like, I can see from someone like you who really values equipment and what you know, like even just the evolution of what would be a better ski, that's got to be a little blocking, right? Like you, you want to try to absorb what others are experiencing and that might not be viable all the time. I mean, yeah. The older I get, the less I see the more of the athlete in the actual athlete as I do see the what's under their feet. I mean, maybe, I mean, I, maybe I'm being pessimistic. I don't, I don't know, but... I see I see what's underneath their feet and I see more of what the athlete is doing across the course. Yeah, and I and I guess, you know, like uh you'll talk with I mean, any athlete, I will, any skier, I will tell you like the the equipment is crucial. Like and every skier will recognize it, but then eventually we all fall into, you know, I need to change my gait or I need to move my hips here and there. Whereas it seems you are able to stay very much focused on what's under the feet and the equipment that we're using. You could um, take it from a consumer uh, perspective. Like, I want to buy the best product that gives me the most buoys. So, what is that product? I mean, I mean, like, what whatever is inherent in the athlete. Do I? I need, I need to try everything out there. And, and learn from that perspective. So, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's a two dimensional sport. It's the athlete and it is the equipment. Yeah. Yeah. So let, let's go into a little bit more, like, I guess, specific details. What was, was there a ski in your career that you tried and then you went, what's going on here there's something to this i need to understand it like positive you know like one ski that you tried you went like whoa this is there's something to this that i need to understand there's been a couple skis there has so let's see there was the ho monza i remember trying that ski the ho monza was was the first i think the first ski like i ran like um 39 or or 1075 to our your friends like like back to back i was like i was like how is this happening why why what what is like that was eye opening for me it was like what what has changed underneath my feet that i am running more buoys like why why i don't I, I and it was because i hadn't changed so it was it, it was fascinating to me like the smallest of differences can make such a huge impact um so H.O. monza and then um, I remember trying, well, I, there, was, there was good water skis, not to promote that brand because I don't ski in it, but um, at, yeah. Uh, interesting topic. Interesting topic. Let's see. Well, I'm at lots of words, but, you know, at the time, the, the, there was, I, we made some wide rides with uh, 
with good. And uh, I ran a lot of 39s with them with Perfect Pass, but and that was a, a different uh, speed control system, and things have changed since then. Yeah, like this, and that's the other thing about our sport. Like, it's there's so many variables that at the end of the day, skiers are going to test skis. And skiers have to deal with everything else that changes. Boats, uh, skiing in different sites, speed control systems. So it's always hard to isolate, right? It's always hard to say, okay, it's it's this the next thing? Or is this what's going to make me run more buoys? Or is this what's going to make, I guess, as a person who works for a company, whatever that is, is this what's going to make a lot of people run a lot more buoys so that we can sell skis, right? Mm. So I, I feel fortunate to be like in a circle where I can communicate with, say, Dave Wingeter, who is programming and designing skis for HO. Or um, I work for a guy named Will Bush and, and Creed, who are uh, uh, designing skis for D3. And, uh, you know, we can communicate freely. And well, I'm not sure where I was going with this, but... It's, it's, I'm glad I worked my way into this where I, like, I've learned 